You're listening to the DNB Supply Radio Show, your number one resource for living the country lifestyle. This is your host, Matt Breckwald, coming to you from my place in the country to yours. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the DNB Supply Radio Show. Hey, this is your host, Matt Breckwald, and Merry Christmas to all of you. It is that time of year, and this is our Christmas episode. And I'll tell you what, it is a great time of year, and I'm always trying to think of what should I do special for the holidays when we do a holiday episode. And this year I had the thought, what is it like being on a ranch on Christmas morning? I mean, a real live working cattle ranch. There's work to be done. The cows don't take the day off. <laughs> they don't even they don't even realize it's Christmas morning and they could care less about you trying to get dinner ready or open presents or or anything like that. So I decided, well, let's let's reach out and let's talk to somebody about that. And and the question was, well, who should I interview? Who should I have on the show? And it just jumped out to me. I should speak with Guy Collier of Collier Herefords and Angus down in Bruno, Idaho. Now, if you're not familiar with Collier Herefords and Angus, uh, we are going to catch you up on this show. But just to let you know, in our region here in southwest Idaho and in our eastern Oregon region, we are neighbors with one of the premier registered cattle operations in the entire world, in the entire world. I mean, when we're, if I can use a sports reference really quick, when we talk about Collier Herefords and Angus, it's like we're talking about, in football terms, Joe Montana or Tom Brady or or somebody like that. We are talking about the best of the best. And so I'm going to be speaking with, with Guy Collier today of Collier Herefords and Angus, and he's going to be telling us a lot of the history of the ranch. And of course, we're going to talk about what Christmas Day is like on the ranch as well. And we're also going to introduce you to Miles McKee. Now, if you don't know who Miles McKee is, you're going to want to stick around and you're going to find out who that is. And I'll give you a hint. There's a twist on who Miles McKee is. Miles McKee is, is two different two different people. One is a person and one is a bull. And so we will uh, we'll tell that story as well. To me, very, very interesting to profile this business and to have such an opportunity to speak with such a premier ranch that's just right here in our backyard. And we're going to have that coming up to you here in just a moment. Merry Christmas, everybody. Well, everybody, I could have probably spoken with Guy for three, four hours about this, but obviously I can't do that in terms of time. So what that means for you is there is a lot more information all about Collier Herefords and Angus, the registered cattle business, and Christmas on the ranch over on the DNB Supply Show podcast. And we certainly hope you will join us there as well. Uh, you can find that on iTunes as well as SoundCloud. Merry Christmas again to all of you and enjoy the show. Guy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, not a problem, Matt. Uh, be glad to uh, visit with you. And I should say Merry Christmas as well. This is going to be our Christmas episode this year. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's uh, always a fun time here on the ranch. We've got uh, two grandkids and uh, quite a few of the employees' kids are here as well. And so it's always a fun time to be with the family. All right. Well, I, I'm really happy to speak with you. I have been, well, I, you know, me like many other people who are cattle raisers and who admire the people who are really on top of the heap in, in the world of beef cattle, uh, I've been following you for years and hearing about you for years and, and your business and your ranch and your family and everything that you've accomplished. So for me, it's a real, you know, it's a real thrill to be able to speak with you and uh, to learn more about that. And I wonder if, if we could take just a second and have you just introduce yourself to our audience a little bit for those folks who, who don't quite uh, know who you are in the way that I do. Okay, Matt. 
Well, yeah, Collier, Hereford, and Angus have uh, actually been, uh, originally the, the ranch was uh, strictly a commercial cattle ranch, and uh, we expanded in uh, 1976 when Sherry and I were married. We got uh, deeper into the registered business and kind of phased out the commercial portion. So uh, today uh, we run uh, about 300 registered uh Hereford cows and uh, about 150 to 200 Angus cows. This February will be our 40th annual sale, and uh, we have it here at the ranch. Sell uh, uh, around 200 to 250 bulls, and then every fall, this last October, we had our uh, 19th annual female sale. Uh, we always have that the first Saturday in October, and. Uh, I guess I'm proud to say we've had cattle uh, pretty well go into every state in the United States, uh, sold, sold cattle to Canada, uh, Mexico, into the South American countries as well as South Africa. Now, where is your ranch located? Well, we're in the big town of Bruno, Idaho. It's just uh, 20 miles south of Mountain Home, and uh, we're just along the backwaters of the C.J. Strike Dam here. Uh, and it's uh, kind of a scenic uh, for being in the desert. We uh, we have a pretty good view of the lake, and so it's uh, kind of isolated. But at the same time, uh, we kind of like it that way. So you mentioned kind of uh, switching your operation in. 1976. So when you talk about having a commercial cattle operation, what you had prior to your registered operation, could you kind of explain that just really quick, just for our listeners who don't understand what you mean when you say that? Well, yeah, when I was growing up, we just had, uh, we had a lot of BLM allotments and had some private land in the Battle Creek area, uh, south here in the Waihees. And uh, a lot of open range and uh, run Oh, approximately 700 head of commercial cattle. So those cattle did not have any registered papers or ear tags or any of that at the time. And uh, now the registered portion, uh, these cattle are all registered through the American Hereford Association in Kansas City. And uh, the Angus cattle are registered through the uh, registry at uh, St. Joe, Missouri. And uh, it's a lot more complicated as far as uh, record keeping, taking birth weights, weaning weights, yearling weights, also into DNA testing and uh, genetic profiles on the cattle. And so every year you find out, uh, get a, gain a little more knowledge on, on what the cattle really are. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's uh, very intensive with uh, embryo transplants and, and the artificial insemination that we do. So what what led you to make that switch? Why did you want to make that switch from running on the on the BLM and having that larger commercial herd to going to registered? Well, I, I guess the biggest reason was uh, even back in those days we were forced uh, with a lot of government regulations on the BLM and public lands and uh, a lot of enforcement that didn't make a lot of sense to us at the time, and it was just got to be the, the point that the grazing allotments were taking reductions and that sort of thing and it got to be to the point that it just wasn't economical for a, a smaller family operation to, mm-hmm. to keep running cattle that way. 
Well, let's do this, Guy. I want to take our first break, and when we come back, I want to ask you a little bit more about the family history of your ranch and then talk about registered cattle, okay? You bet. For work, play, or a little bit of both this winter, stop by D&B Supply for Wrangler gear. From flannel line jeans to stylish shirts and jackets, fit for the field or a night out, Wrangler has you covered. Established in 1947 with the spirit of courageous individuality, Wrangler apparel is designed to last and look good to boot. With new styles and great fits, it's clothing that wears well no matter what the season or what life throws at it. So stop by your favorite D&B and get covered this winter in Wrangler gear. When it comes to legendary performance, only a few chainsaws make the cut, like the Husqvarna lineup available at D&B Supply. Years of razor-sharp research led to many of Husqvarna's breakthrough technologies, including anti-vibration dampeners to reduce the impact on your arms and hands, plus a combined choke and stop control that makes the chainsaw easier to start. When you have your work cut out for you, get her done with Husqvarna. Pick one up at your favorite DMB supply. All right, well, Guy, now that we're back, how long has the ranch been in your family? Well, uh, it was originally homesteaded in 1924, and uh, so since then, uh, a lot of the original ranch is now underwater <laughs> with uh, C.J. Strike went in in 1950, the year I was born, so then that part was underwater, and so my grandfather come up and purchased some more land that was adjacent to where the reservoir is now, and so that was kind of the beginning. Uh, we still have the two old original homesteads that are out in Battle Creek, and we uh, still take some cattle out there every summer to kind of still keep our ties uh, to what uh, part of the history of the mm-hmm. ranch. Well, now, how many members of your family are working in your operation today? Well, we're very fortunate. I've got uh, my son, Kyle, is uh, kind of taking over the daily operation, and, and uh, him and his wife, Bobby, and they have uh, two kids, uh, Piper and Cruz, and they're, uh, both of them are active on the ranch as well. And then my daughter, Katie, she's here off and on quite a bit, does a lot of our videos and our pictures and mm-hmm. a lot of the ad campaign that we have. And then she also travels for uh, live auctions and goes uh, nationwide and puts on some internet sales. So, But she's still very active on the ranch as well. Well, you know, that's an interesting question. When you're, when you're bringing up kids on a ranch and, you know, there's a lot of work to do, it's complicated, now, there's a lot to learn, and it's not, you know, it, it's you never know what's going to happen, and it's not the safest work out there. How do you do that with a, with a young man or a young woman as they're growing older? Do you give them progressive, uh, you know, more responsibility year after year as they get older, or how do you, how do you bring them up that way? Yeah, I think, uh, I think any of these uh, kids that are raised on a ranch, I guess they learn at an early age to, to uh, handle uh, livestock and handle equipment kind of start driving at an early age uh, tractors and that sort of thing and as well as working cattle horseback and I think they a lot of them just kind of have a sixth sense about uh, that they know the danger and at the same time you you can't uh, put them in a bubble you got to let them go yeah. and and do some things and and uh, but for the most part, I think it works out uh, great, and, and they, uh, they're they able to develop their skills as they get older. Now, back in 1976, when you decided to make this change, did you decide on the Hereford breed right then and there, or is that something that's evolved over time for you? 
No, the commercial cattle were all uh, straight Herefords, and, and that's kind of the way uh, most of these cattle were back in that uh, era. And so the Hereford cattle were a natural fit, cattle that are kind of adapted to this area and are able to go ahead and, and handle some extremes in environment and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so that was a natural fit for us. And then when did you add Angus? When we sold the commercial cattle, my dad was still very physically fit to be able to still do a lot of things on the ranch. So we decided to add the Angus portion and he could go ahead and kind of manage them and was able to feed and take care of them. And I was able to do the bookkeeping. And so it was kind of a a natural deal. Uh, Mm -hmm. At that time, the Angus cattle were becoming more popular. And so uh, we were able to market uh, two different breeds to a lot of our same customers. And and that still remains the same today as there's uh, most of these cattle in this country are have an infusion of Angus genetics and so and the black baldy has proven to be probably the most efficient cow uh, mm-hmm. out in in these uh, rangelands so it was a natural fit to move that direction and just to expand on that just for our listeners who maybe aren't in the cattle industry when they're driving up and down the highway and they see a black cow with a white face that's what we're talking about a black baldy and that's an Angus crossed with a Hereford Exactly. All right. Well, let's take another break, and then I haven't even I haven't even asked you about the registered business yet. Let's do that when we come back. Okay. Thanks. Say you were to ride off into the sunset. Ideally, what kind of boots and clothes would you be wearing? For horseback riders of all styles, nothing beats the look and performance of Ariat. Available at DMB Supply. Everyone from famous rodeo cowboys to country music legends to equestrian Olympians. Turn to Ariat with confidence. You can count on them too. Think of Ariat as your ultimate riding companion for the life and times in the West. When you need to better outfit your ride with Ariat, stop by your favorite DMB Supply. It's a pretty super life here at DMB Supply, even for dogs and cats, because we now carry Wildology. The only pet food with Super Life Pro, a live probiotic blended with superfoods. Wildology is filled with the good stuff your pet needs to support a healthy body and immune system, like wholesome proteins, kale, chia seeds, and blueberries. Because a healthy pet makes for a happy pet. Unleash your pet's superpower and pick up Wildology cat and dog food at your favorite D&B supply. Well, Guy, you know, I wanted to ask you about the registered cattle business. And, you know, there's there's a lot of folks who are in the cattle business who listen to the show, and, and they're going to know what we're talking about or at least have an idea. But there's going to be folks who don't. And I find it very interesting, this side of the cattle business. Can you kind of explain to everybody really quick just how it works and, and what the purpose of what you're doing is? Well, I guess our main objective with our ranch is to be able to produce bulls, uh, seed stock for uh, the uh, commercial cattle industry, and I guess we end up uh, selecting and breeding uh, for cattle that will work in this environment. So we each, uh, each individual animal has a ear tattoo, and uh, as, as those calves are being born, uh, we take birth weights and tattoo, and then uh, when those calves are, are old enough, we send in the papers to the respective associations. So they'll have, uh, uh, each one of them will have their own registration number, have their own identity, mm-hmm. and then uh, we can trace back the lineage 
clear back through and uh, just keep track of their their family tree, so to speak, I guess. Then also we take all the performance information throughout the year to to be able to uh, select for the superior animals within the population. Now, with what you're doing, are your cattle, when you sell them to somebody, say the gentleman from South Africa or anybody in any state, of the United States, are they going out and are they going out into range conditions like we see here in Idaho? Are you breeding your your bulls and your heifers for that? Or are they like at another level and they're going to be producing stock that'll be going out to the range? Well, really both. The majority of our bulls are going out for the commercial cattle industry and uh, mainly going here into the western United States. Uh, we also do sell a pretty large number of bulls into Old Mexico that uh, actually very similar in uh, range conditions to what we are here. So that's, oh, I would say probably 85 to 90% of our bulls will go to commercial ranchers in the United States. But we also do have kind of the elite group on the very top end that are used for other registered breeders around the United States will purchase seed stock from us Mm -hmm. so that they can use them back in their registered herd to produce. uh, But the ultimate goal is to produce the top-end commercial bulls for the top commercial ranches. And now for for folks who are not as familiar with your business as I am, uh, you are, I mean, you're sitting, and we'll get to this here in the next segment, but you're sitting right on top of the business. And really, I, I feel fortunate to have you right in our backyard here in southwest Idaho. But with that said, when you were getting started out and before you had established your reputation and the quality of herd that that people know you have now, were you going to more shows than that? Did you have to get out and, and maybe hit more shows to, to build that reputation? Yeah, we yes, we did. We, uh, oh, back in the the early 80s, uh, we would go to quite a few of the cattle shows. We'd go to, up to Billings, Montana, Cheyenne, Wyoming, Lincoln, Nebraska, Abilene, Texas, Spokane, Washington, and uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. So we traveled uh, throughout the throughout the western United States to kind of uh, mm-hmm. get a get our presence known out there. Yeah, that is a lot of travel and you're and you're pulling how many cattle all over the country to each one of those shows. Well, we have taken as many as 25 or so to some of the different shows, but right now uh, normally we we took 11 to Reno last week and uh, we'll take probably around 20 head to Denver and then probably about uh, eight or ten on to Fort Worth. All right. Well, let's take another break. When we come back, I want to ask you about Miles McKee, okay? You bet. It's been said, you wear jeans, but you live in Levi's. And right now at D&B Supply, you can pick up some Levi's jeans and get five bucks off any pair in the store. And if you're a denim jacket kind of guy or gal, you can get ten bucks off any Levi's denim jacket right now as well. It's all part of D&B's December sale. Going on December 15th right up through the 24th. It's the perfect time to save on Levi's. Only at D&B Supply. After a long day on your feet, nothing feels better than slipping into some Twisted X moccasins. So pick up a pair at D&B Supply. These aren't your ordinary shoes. With roots in Western boots, Twisted X creates handcrafted, comfortable moccasins 
that stand out from the pack, that capture the spirit of the American West from the design down to the soles. Find your new favorite comfortable shoes with a pair of Twisted X moccasins, available at your favorite DMB supply. All right. Well, Guy, I've got to ask you about this. And, you know, I, I keep saying you're on top of the industry, and I think I'm about to prove it with these next few questions. But I'll start it off like this. Who is Miles McKee? And I know there's two of them out there. You can start by telling me who you can pick who you want to tell me who they are. Okay. Well, I'll start with uh, the professor at Kansas State University. Both Kyle and Katie both graduated from Kansas State and had a, an advisor and a professor named Miles McKee that was uh, oh, one of the very top leaders in the livestock industry for years, uh, judged all the major cattle shows, uh, was a great mentor to so many leading cattlemen in the industry today, and uh, somebody that my son uh, really looked up to. We were fortunate to be able to raise a bull that uh, caused a tremendous amount of, of interest in Denver. He was actually in our pen of three bulls, where you show three bulls in a pen as a group. And uh, we had a tremendous amount of interest in that bull. So when we got ready to sell him that, that year, Kyle said, well, that if he ever thought he ever had a bull that was going to be as popular as this calf would be, well, he wanted to name him after Miles McKee. So okay. that bull was named uh, after that professor. So we, we know who the person is behind the bull now, behind the bull name, I should say, Miles McKee. Now, Miles McKee crushed every record ever known when it came for uh, a world record sales price for a registered bull. Is that correct? Yes, that is right. Uh-huh. And that's it's pretty incredible. I've got an article here that I've, I've been looking at, and uh, the previous record for a sale of a bull was three, just over $300,000. And then when you sold Miles McKee, $600,000, that is, uh, I mean, to make this into a sports reference, I mean, that's like somebody hitting 120 home runs in a year. That's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. I did, we had really no idea what he would bring. We had uh, people from all over the United States uh, that was here and, and showed interest in him. After the uh, pen show in Denver, he went on that year and was shown before we sold him. Was uh, he, he went ahead and won the Fort Worth Stock Show. So he had a lot of momentum going in, and uh, we knew that he'd created a lot of interest, but we had no idea that he would uh, sell for, for that much money. So as you're sitting there, and I'm assuming this took place during an auction, or was it a private treaty sale? No, it was during our production sale here during, at the ranch. During your production course. sale. Okay. And so yeah. and you've got an auctioneer that comes out and sells them during the production sale. Is that how it works? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And, Butch Booker from Washington is the auctioneer. And, okay. And, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was lot 37 in our sale. <laughs> And so as that's going on, you and your family and, and everybody that works with you there at the ranch, is, is they're seeing this bidding going on, are you just sitting there just, you know, the term gets overused, but is it a surreal moment? Like, is this really happening? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was, uh, I guess the neat thing about it, too, was we had it broadcast over the Internet and uh, back at Kansas State. Miles McKee was in a room, had uh, <laughs> TV set up there, and there was... Uh, 
they said later there was about a hundred students and other professors that was sitting there watching the sale. And, oh wow! And yeah, uh, we honestly thought that the bull could bring, you know, probably a hundred, hundred and fifty thousand, or possibly more. And uh, my wife Sherry was actually on the phone with uh, the fellow that eventually ended up buying the bull, and and. Uh, her knees were pretty weak every time at the bit again. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. And I mean, that's that's an enormous amount of money. But just with my limited knowledge of the registered cattle business, I don't think it's about the money. It's about the accomplishment and people seeing value in in your genetics and in and what you've done with that bull and what you've done with your herd. Yeah, it's a kind of a combination of that. Uh, I guess he was purchased by uh, one individual. Sullivan that uh, back in Iowa the next morning he sold half of him uh, for 300,000 mm-hmm. and the first year that he sold uh, his first set of daughters uh, in production sale back there well they grossed like 290,000 so as it turned out yeah. uh, it was a good investment for him and so everybody that got in on full uh, has been able to capitalize on it as well. Well, is Miles McKee a once-in-a-lifetime bull? I believe so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that that doesn't mean that we won't keep trying, but right. I, I guess it's just kind of a, it was kind of a perfect storm. Had the right groups of people that, that uh, wanted to invest in him, and so... I'm not to say I'm not not saying that somebody else or there won't be uh, some others come along that uh, are worth that kind of investment, but it uh, I I don't expect that we will be that fortunate again. But we uh, it's nice to be able to do it once anyway. I will say I will say. All right, well let's do this. I want to take our final break, and when we get back, I want to finally ask you what Christmas is like around your ranch. Okay. Don't miss the D&B Supply December sale. Going on now through the 24th. It's the perfect time to save this holiday season on everything you and your loved ones need to work and play in the West. Save with 30% off all toys and 20% off our entire stock of jewelry. Or pick up the perfect stocking stuffer. A $30 D&B gift card for just $25. Some limitations apply. See store for details. It's the December sale. Full of savings and cheer. Going on now at your favorite D&B supply. All right, guy. Well, now that we're back, I want to ask you about the the community. I guess the community of people who are in the the registered cattle business. What is it like in terms of is it is it a competition? Is it is it more camaraderie? I mean, how how does it all shake out? At the end of the day, uh it's it's quite a camaraderie of people. Uh we've got to know so many people worldwide and and it is uh really quite a fraternity of people that assemble to these shows and we all like to win and at the same time after the show we're back to best friends again and I think that's a pretty unique combination in today's society that uh, if any of anybody needs uh, anything from any of us well we're always there to pitch in and help each other throughout the, the time too so I, I think that's very unique yeah that is a really nice aspect of your industry that uh you can be competitive while at the same time you're all kind of on the same team exactly exactly well let me let me ask you about christmas i would be remiss if i didn't uh, paint a picture for people of what christmas on a you know on a working cattle ranch in idaho is like what what is christmas morning christmas eve like around your place 
<laughs> it's funny that you ask. I guess it's uh, it's great for everybody, and it can be uh, really. Uh, the kids always have to have a lot of patience. I guess we uh, we all get together as a family on Christmas Eve, and and uh, we have our bull sale at the end of February, and so we're always putting all of our catalog together. Uh, we put out a catalog for the sale, and we're always working on that during Christmas break, and so that takes up a large amount of our time. Uh, we're getting ready. And usually get a few calves being born about that time, and it can be pretty bad weather. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to watch uh, them real careful. And then, of course, uh, there's always feeding morning and night. And uh, so we, uh, I guess, Christmas morning, the kids all come up and ready to open presents. And uh, we have to make sure that all the feeding's done, and that's sometimes when a tractor will break down or something will go wrong which will delay it another hour or two and mm-hmm. so it's just part of part of life that you get you get used to that you've got to kind of adapt to to what happens and take uh, learn to take take it's what's dealt to you and get through it the best you can and still turn around and have uh, a great holiday season. Well, this has been a pleasure getting to speak with you, Guy. I, I've been a follower of what you've been doing, and I'm sure there's a lot of people like me out there who have been following what, what you and your family do on your ranch, and you don't even know about it, but uh, there's a lot of us out there that have been following it for years and admiring your work, and it's a pleasure to get to speak with you, and Merry Christmas. Thank you for sharing a little bit of that with us. Yeah, it's no problem, Matt. I uh, do appreciate uh, the time and and uh, I guess I'd just say anybody that wants to learn more about our operation, uh, our website is Herford.com. And uh, so there's uh, kind of get some more information from it. And if there's anybody in the area would like to look at the cattle, uh, we're always, uh, always available. Thank you all for joining us today. And here is to you and your pursuit of the country lifestyle however you define it. For the DNB Show, I'm Matt Breckwald.